0: Hey folks, welcome in to the Jeff Reimble Show on the Pro Football Ireland Podcast Network. Jeff, take it away my friend, how are you doing? You good?
1: i ah, great, and I'll tell you what, I like the I like the ring of that. Pro Football Ireland Podcast Network. That's pretty cool, man.
0: If only they knew what the technological advances that we had for this call right now. Are you on my FaceTime right now because we can't get the volume working and I'm pressing you every time you're talking? Here, how is that... How's everyone going? I thought we'd do an early pod because I know you guys got a game cut up on Friday. It, it's obviously a big week for you guys. How, how is everything doing up in uh, Maple Syrup Land? I, well, I'll tell you what, it's
1: um, pretty exciting around here right now because it's uh, game week and it's the opening game against uh, the team that has been in the last three years won two great cups and been in the third one, the Winnipeg Blue Bombers. Uh, they're very good football team we got to go play at their place so i'm finishing up work tonight and then we'll be in tomorrow we'll watch uh, watch some tape have a walkthrough, get on the charter and head to winnipeg and then play the game on friday night and get right back in here because we've got to go to toronto next week it never you know now we're on the on the uh the, the meat grinder it's the schedule in pro football it's just
0: like one on to cincinnati as bill belichick said the Mickey grinder. I love it. The, the reason I wanted to do this podcast and Jeff doesn't even know what the topics are in this. So I'm excited for this. Did you see the cover of modern today? Are you kidding me? I have not seen, I haven't seen the cover of the newspaper.
1: I, I, I'm in here at 5 45 in the morning and I don't get, I, I don't, my head doesn't get other than practice. Doesn't get out of the film until you call me tonight. So what's
0: going on with Matt? Well, I can confirm Jeff's correct because he does call me from a Tim Hortons at five thirty in the morning. So that is, that is the truth. Do you want to right okay, this is great actually. Do you want to guess who the player is in the front of Madden? So this is this is this is good TikTok stuff here, Jeff. Who is on the front of Madden this year? Well,
1: who would be on the front of Madden this year? I would say
0: Jalen Hurts. No. I am gonna give you two more guesses.
1: It's not Jalen Hurts, it's gotta be somebody from the Eagles. All right? but I don't know anybody else on the Eagles that's got that big profile. Brown maybe, but, um, Aaron Rodgers.
0: One more guess. Pat Mahomes? No, no, Josh Allen. First time, apparently uh, the first time ever somebody from the Bills has been in the front of a Jeff, I know that you're like me and, and you enjoy playing your video games, your Atari, your, your Nintendo, your Commodore 64. <laughs> your your playstation 5 etc um i mean you sort of rhymed off some players but do you think there's like an under or like a player that we haven't talked about there and it shouldn't be on the front of it that nobody else is talking about because you know and like I... jeff like genuinely jeff believe it or not there's people on the internet today going crazy that a player is on a piece of paper on a game that people play but people don't even buy games anymore they just download it so who cares do you know what i mean well, because they're passionate fans
1: I, I can understand it and everybody wants to have their guy and their team represented but i think it's fantastic for the bills you know we're we're 45 minutes from buffalo here and uh you know they're a, this part of ontario about 60 percent of the buffalo bills season ticket, are from southern ontario so there's a big bills contingent here and they're passionate those bills mafias loves their football team and josh allen is an icon I think that's a pretty good segue into a piece about the Bills. You know, they're in that Super Bowl window. And for them to get better, we saw at the end of the year how they struggled along the defensive front. They couldn't rush the passer very well at end. They drafted some guys that haven't really turned out for them. And, you know, they couldn't stop the run. So they go out and they re-sign Ed Oliver to a big contract and uh then you know it must be that Vaughn Miller is knocking on Brandon Bean's door and saying hey bring my buddies in here because we can get this pass rush thing straightened out because uh you know his his partner in crime from the Rams is with him and also uh, a guy that you know very well as a Bronco fan Shane Ray who was the 23rd player picked with the Broncos? Won a Super Bowl, you know, and actually had was starting to really play to his potential. Got got hurt for I think third time, and you know, kind of washed out of the NFL. Came to Canada, re, re and kind of invented himself and reignited his love with football. And the Bills brought him in. So whether it's Floyd or whether it's Shane Ray or whether it's Vaughn Miller coming back the Buffalo Bills are going to have some pass rushers, and that's really going to help them because you look at that division, Mike. You can't rush the passers in that division. You're going to be in trouble because you're going to have Aaron Rodgers in New York. You're going to have Tua in Miami and, you know, Mac Jones in in, uh, New England. So it's a premium on rushing the passer in that league, and I think the Bills have done a good job of upgrading, you know, late in free agency with some guys that, you know, really come, Floyd's on a one-year deal but it's a prove-it contract and it's it's you know that's kind of the way you got to do it right now when those, co- when those quarterbacks are eating up so much of the salary cap.
0: it's it's intriguing because you sort of talked about all that situation there. like you've, you've got guys like Shane Ray Lawson and uh it's at I can't even I, I still can't realize like I'm yeah, Evalescence like, I'm gonna call them. but like they're they're basically going for the last two spots on the team, and it shows you the addition that Buffalo have made, and just that next step that they're trying to take. Like, I was talking about the AFCs today, and in an article, and trying to sort of sell myself to believe that the Jets should go after Dalvin Cook. Well, you know, the Bills are just trying to get to that next step, and that next step for them is not to win the AFCs, just to try and get that Super Bowl. And the more and more today is go on in this you know, off-season slash start of preseason. the more that I start to believe that they could take that next step forward this year because eventually, Jeff, and this is, this is what I love about the off-season, eventually, you would think in the in the career of Pat Mahomes and in the career of Josh Allen that the Bills are going to have their day in the AFC at some point, get over the hump and arrowhead, um, and they will win, and they will get to that Super Bowl. You would hope as a neutral that Josh Allen does get that opportunity. Whether he wins or loses is a different thing. They're definitely going in the right position in terms of that defensive position. So I, I think it's going to be exciting to watch. But um, that was that, that was a really, really good se- sort of segue from yourself there. I have to say I'm very, a, very impressive. And, now,
1: and, and remember that the Pagulas, the owners of the Bills, have been instrumental in their push for a new stadium. And they just broke ground this past week on that new stadium and it's going to be absolutely beautiful basically in the parking lot of the old stadium but it is in orchard park which is a little bedroom community of buffalo and uh it's really kind of cool because you drive into when you're going to a bills game you drive through orchard park and then just all of a sudden in the neighborhood there's this huge stadium so um uh, They'll have that same ambiance. They're not going to cover it. They're going to embrace the weather in Buffalo. They think that's a competitive advantage for them. And it certainly is. It always seems like Miami has to go in there late in the season. And, you know, it's either snowing sideways or bitterly cold. So, you know, I, I think the Buffalo Bills organization has done a great job and continues to work towards, you know, getting a Super Bowl. And if you're a fan, isn't that what you want? You just want to feel like your team is doing everything it possibly can. To get a super bowl
0: talking about the super bowl uh, and actually very quickly i think it's a tottenham hotspur stadium architects that are overseeing where they've been involved in the process of that it looks class. i can't wait to see it seeing the jaguars have announced some sort of plan for a stadium today which is a whole different discussion because it looks crazy something like star trek and um, did you see uh the chiefs turn up to the white house the other day and i don't know, just what travis kelsey done on, on just beside biden no
1: yeah, he is hilarious. Those those Kelsey brothers are are. I didn't. I saw a clip, but I didn't hear the content. So you got to fill me in on it. But I nothing. When you get a when you get a microphone around the Kelsey brothers, you don't know what you're going to get. But it's going to be fun, whatever it is.
0: Yeah, he said like he basically. I'm nearly certain this happened. So he was like, uh, President Biden had a jersey. Mahomes and Kelsey were quite close to the president, but then Mahomes and Kelsey start walking away a wee bit. But Kelsey almost looks at Joe Biden and he's like, "Just, just you stay here, like sort of jokingly." But I, you don't think it's a joke at the time. And then he stands up and he's like, "I've waited a long time to do this." And then Mahomes just literally plows them out. And then it, it's, it's a weird one because it was a really bittersweet day for the Chiefs. Um the owner uh is it Clark Hunt who was the owner his his wife passed away the day before that as well she'd been to, she'd been to every Super Bowl i I'm like no I know you've been to 50 is it 56 Jeff? um no I, I, I thought you were gonna get, I, I genuinely thought you were gonna laugh there but that, that is some achievement um we'll get to the White House next year I don't know here is there anything else that's been tickling your fancy this week with the league or have you just been, have you been too balled down in uh, Tim Horton land to, to check? No, you know,
1: obviously we're really involved in,
0: in uh, you know, game prep, so I don't get out of
1: here much before 10.30 at night and I'm in here at 5.45 in the morning, so it makes for long days. But, I, you know, I always do check, you know, check my Twitter feed and I check, you know, news from around the league. And, you know, I, I think it's we're in that little bitty lull right now. And as much as you can say, there's ever a lull in what's going on. And I think what's really, you know, as I was thinking about it today, like, I think what we need to do, we're just about now, um, you know, where we can do a feature each week on a division and break that division down for the listeners and talk about and, and take calls and take questions uh, about each of the divisions, because I think there's going to be some tremendous division races. I was thinking about the NFC East today and i think everybody just kind of seeds that division to philadelphia right now and they've got a great football team but i think you know the cowboys are going to be a factor i think the giants are going to be better and you know the who knows what we're going to get out of, the, out of the commanders because you know they may have new ownership by that time and and you know that certainly will be a breath of fresh air as soon as they you know get that ownership deal
0: done and and uh, take over Thank you so much for reminding me of the last topic that I did actually genuinely want to talk about. Um, I agree with you. I think that's something that we can look at from next week. You know, we'll do two a week, and that'll take us for a month. Not the not that we're trying to bide our time here, Jeff, but you know what I mean. It's it's um it's June. You're busy with your stuff, and it's 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 a good lull in terms of you know starting to talk about the divisions and actually preview what we expect to see this year. Uh, right, this is what I wanted to talk about. The Jets, the Bears, the Commanders, and the Saints are all shortlisted for hard knocks. Um, Which one do you think HBO would go with? And which one do you think uh, is crazy? You know, you've got, and just to put this out there, you have got the ownership situation in Washington, which I know has been rectified, but it's still raw. The Bears have explicitly asked for Justin Fields Mm -hmm. To be given time and for them to be given the privacy in order to do that, which I think is hilarious. Frankly, it's an NFL team. Like, um, the Saints have got a new quarterback in and they need time to embed him. And I mean, I mean, the Jets have had a quiet off season. So, um, I'm I'm just wondering, you know, who would you pick? And is there a team even not in that that you would love to see? Because I know, like, Lions last year with that and Campbell was class crack, and I, I really really enjoyed it, but the NFL has obviously certain rules on who can be on it, who can't be on it. So uh, like, I mean, do, do you watch hard knocks Do you each year? Sure? Yeah, I'm, I'm a big fan of it. I'm a big fan of it. Cause it's,
1: it is exactly our, our world. It's a, it's true, true life TV. Now, some of it's a little bit contrived and, you know, um, you can see it's, it's been kind of staged, but I think that it's one of two to me, uh, the first most easy low-hanging fruit to pick would be the jets i mean because there's so much excitement in new york it's new york it's the largest television market in the united states it's aaron Rodgers. it's all of that stuff and i think that would be certainly great tv i also think that the commanders with the new ownership and and you know that whole new you know that's a whole new cell in in washington you know what we have a guy on our staff uh who grew up in washington dc and I, we were talking the other day just talking you know football and i asked him and i you know i said you know what was it like when you were a kid growing up in dc and he said that you know, baltimore had just left so there were no ravens yet and the colts had left and gone to indianapolis and all of a sudden You know washington like it was the old redskins were like you know they they were the kings and they were good at that time you know they were going to super bowls and they had the you know the fun bunch and they had the hogs and you know and they had doug williams the first black quarterback to win a you know to win a nfl championship and they were the kings of that whole baltimore you know uh, dc area because it's a huge metropolitan area and then in came Dan Snyder, and things started to fall apart for the Redskins as Baltimore gets the Ravens, and the Ravens were the shiny new toy, brand new facilities, uh, and all of a sudden the Ravens are good, and they got Ray Lewis, and they got you know, they got Saragusa, and they got Ed Reed, and all of a sudden now they win a Super Bowl, and like there was a seismic shift in DC from the Redskins to the Ravens, and and the continued problems that they had with the Commanders, it just it really ate away at what was the you know one of the NFL's great fan bases, and so I think it will be intriguing to me anyway to see what they're able to do to bring the you know to bring the Reds you know not Redskins bring the Commander brand back in one of the best you know football areas northern virginia the dc area and delaware that region south of philadelphia that that those people love football and uh i think it's going to be intriguing to watch what the commanders are able to do to try and recapture the the fan base
0: i think any of the four is a good option i I think the obvious one to talk about is is the Jets and it's, it's the R. Rogers thing. The thing that was fascinating me is it's not just Rogers, but it's how Rogers commanded himself in that dressing room or in that locker room and how he works with Zach Wilson. I'd be really intrigued to see that, but I would presume if, you know, there's a reason why we have not heard what's going on here yet and who's coming on, because usually by by April, May we know who's going to be in hard knocks and it's, it's taken a while this year. I mean, it should be on TV at the end of next month for the start of August. So it's, uh, it's, it's it's a weird one you know I michael presume... it's
1: it's it's interesting in the coaching world it's kind of a it's kind of a love hate thing right there are a lot of coaches that don't like the distraction of all those cameras and all the people around and the cables and all the you know i mean it's it's a hollywood production right in the midst of training camp and there's you know training camps are a grind and and you, you, the thing that you don't want is distractions but there are other coaches who welcome it and embrace it, and you know, look at it as an opportunity to kind of show off their program. So, I, I think that you know, I, I I think about the Jets, and I think for the Jets, it would be a huge, huge plus if they can if they can get hard knocks. Now, I they've had it before; they had it in the Rex Ryan years, and it was it was great TV with Rex.
0: I think the ownership will be on, on like the higher echelons will be like the complete opposite but like no let's just let's just keep the focus on rogers in the media and let's keep it there but i i, I fully agree like think of them, the amount the Jets fans would watch that i'd watch it just oh, see sure, what's going yeah. cool. on it'd be fantastic absolutely Um let's say uh, right let's let's round up with this here and we'll finish off and um, obviously people listen to this we're, we're on this rss feed uh there is a separate rss feed it's in the comments if you want to listen to jeff's stuff also it's there. It'll go on the day after this one. We're going to launch you on an Instagram and a TikTok, Jeff. Whenever I find the ability to actually do more than one thing at once, that should happen over the next week or so. It's exciting times. I, I know you're looking forward not just to CFL season, but just to just to get back over again. And I I, I know that we are all uh, feeling 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 like that also as I talk at midnight here. I can't even string a sentence together. Let's finish in this. Uh, what two divisions do you want to start off with next week? If people want to get their questions? I think
1: you know. I think we ought to do one from the NFC and one from the AFC. So let's start with the NFC East and the AFC West.
0: I thought you were going to say AFC East. There, I'm like, oh, okay, okay, fair enough. I'm going to ask you. That's a reminder. Oh, yeah, we'll, we'll do that. We'll, we'll be back next week. Obviously, you have the very, very best to look. Hey against winnipeg this week let me know how you get on i'm sure i'll be chatting at some stage and uh now yeah, for just... any
1: of the for fans out there that have never seen cfl football you can you go to cfl.ca and you can stream the games for free and it, i think you'll really be surprised at the quality of play the number of players that you'll recognize and uh it's a great way for you to get a little what we say we call three down football in your life and you'll you'll be intrigued by some of the rules differences and and some of the things you see, but I think, I think we'll, we'll develop. I think it's a really great move by our league because it's, it's free across the globe. And, you know, uh, know, I think the fans once they see the game and it's on CBS sports network in the United States, which is one of the big networks. And, and uh, so we're getting more and more exposure for this league. And I think that's good.
0: I wish you the very, very best luck with it. And, I'll talk to you next week, my friend. I I very much look forward to it. Mahalo. All right. Aloha.